Black by Unpopular Opinion. Welcome, Black by Unpopular Opinion. Woo! This This is episode one. The very first one. Yours truly, plural. Yeah. More than one. More than one. Yours truly. (laughs) No, you could make it plural. You can make it whatever you want. It's your world, nigga. That's true. It's your world. You okay? ain't lying about that part. Especially now more than ever, it's our world, okay? It's been our world. But now but it's now it's definitely our world. Right. That's true. Being our world. Especially in this day and age. Yeah. So. so welcome to episode one of Black by Unpopular Opinion, where you will get the juicy details on how this came to be. <laughs> so I am your host. Candace, <laughs> CC motherfucking Washington, oh and gosh. your other host, not co-host, host. Yeah, because we both hostesses. Your hostess? No, you know what I meant. Like hostess, you know. Host. Well, hood niggas say host. Like sometimes they'll say hostesses you instead can't of say the, that in a in a word that like, has an s's for a female. Like name. host, like hosts, but like. Like, hood, like some breasts. hood niggas can't say that. You can't say breasts. Like, breasts is, is different. Yeah, hostess, it's the same thing. But no, hostess is, is an actual word for a female. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now you're being technical. What? Anyways, yes. Uh, that's Babe. That's Cece <laughs> over there. I'm Philip. Philip Barnes, for those who uh, don't know me. And for those who do, I don't know. I got a gang of nicknames. B... Uh, Phil, Fresh, uh, I don't know. You call me whatever you want, but guess what? This is our damn podcast, yeah, and this is what we're doing. Yeah, Queen So. Is right here. This is going to be fun, though. This is really going to be fun. infuriating, enlightening, yes. awakening. Yeah, I think it's going to be all of that. It's yeah. going to be pretty damn amazing. Yep. And I can't wait for people to hear, uh, everything that we got to say about it. So, um... I don't know, babe. Where do you we start? I guess. Where you wanna? Where you wanna start? I guess we can explain like yes. the rationale. I mean, yeah. Like how did how did this podcast even come about? Podcast came about about because we wanted to do a podcast, and we wanted to do a podcast because we have so many conversations. We've been together for four years and counting, and. People think like in a relationship, especially a relationship, I think with friendships, because like you have time apart from that person, you guys can reconnect and have conversation. We've been together like damn near 24 seven since May of 2016. And you would think that conversations would get old and like we wouldn't have anything else to talk about. But like we're so full of like knowledge and like consciousness, um, self-defined consciousness that we never cease to have conversation and we realize like we're always having like hours of conversation over something that could be shared with the rest of the world and um we definitely realize that unlike some podcasts where people get on there to agree with each other we love each other we're together but we don't always agree with each other and you're damn right we are not traditional when it comes to uh our thought processes being a black woman and a black man so you know we figured why not put that out there syndicate it for you know public consumption because we talk so much in depth and we were just like let's just do a podcast for it yeah it's definitely in depth 
and yeah definitely in-depth conversation and they're always so like the things that we get from each other are often so profound you know that like you know when we say them to other people is it's or not even say them to other people like we'll just regurgitate what we said to each other and be like dang like that was really deep mm-hmm. or like wow like that was really good or you know like I never thought about it from that perspective or something like that, you know, and it always ends up being something where we like, we should have recorded that. Yeah. And actually there were times when it got so deep, I ended up recording us on my voice memos and like, I have those in the arsenal for us to put out too, you know, because we'll have, we'll hear other podcasts talk about stuff and we're like, we, we don't agree with what they're saying, or I might agree with one person and he might agree with another person. And so we're like, let's talk about this on our own, you know, or expound on whatever that that platform was talking about. And one another thing we realized was like, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of couples, they may agree or disagree, but ours is like brutally so, you know, especially when we disagree. Y'all, y'all see, y'all will see, you know, it's, we be arguing. OK, it ain't. It, it's, it's like it's like. Cra- it, you would think that like we have been enemies yeah you would think that we didn't love each other but then the crazy thing is is like even on the podcast like you'll just hear we'll argue like like mortal enemies and then i love you yep oh i love you too (laughs) you know and they'd be like oh you get on my nerves or something like that like that you know we just there's nothing wrong and i think that that's a big misconception too is like just because you're in a relationship with somebody, you don't always have to agree with them. Yeah, you shouldn't. You know? I mean, um, you have to have different views because a lot of times what you think about something may be really ignorant in, in terms... I'm not saying ignorant in, ignorant in like a in like a derogatory way, but like ignorant, which is a lack of knowledge in, in a certain area. Right. And so if you always agree on something, that means that you don't necessarily know anything beyond that you might not have even fleshed out that idea enough to each other for you for somebody to be like well actually i don't agree right. with that and you're not your your lack of enlightenment is shared and so if you guys disagree that brings you guys to the forefront of knowledge that you may not have had on the subject so Absolutely. like he knows a lot of stuff i didn't know and i would disagree with him on it and i stand hard by my stance don't but, you boy but you know it's like and and vice versa um, and so it's like when we disagree, we share ideas with each other. And like you said, flesh them out to the point where, oh, OK, or, you know, we, we might still stand by those opinions. But at least now we have more insight into what the other person was thinking or the knowledge they had on the subject. And it should make you care for that person. If you love that person and you guys can disagree and still come away right. with that type of love, it just makes you love them that much deeper exactly. because you understand that, like, we are different. But e- or or our thought process about that is different. But even in our differences, we still have the type of love that brings us together, and it makes you understand. So like something will happen that's similar to that, and you like, I know how they feel about that, and it might even make you empathize or sympathize with their feelings about that subject based on the fact that you guys have disagreed about this before. And so what you'll do is instead of just being like this is my stance this is my line in the sand and i've drawn it you'll actually think about it and be like wait a second like they said this because they disagree with that premise 
And while I didn't understand it before, I get it now. Yeah, and the thing, for everybody listening, don't misunderstand. This is not a podcast about romance and love. No. You'll just see that we can disagree and still, still love each love other. Each other Absolutely. Very unconditionally. Um, this is not a podcast about that. We don't we don't got to express that, that. That's between us. But you'll see that the dynamic between us can be so uh, divided in certain things but we still don't take that to bed with us and even heated yeah it'll get heated it'll get really heated it'll get i i get disrespectful and i'm just putting that out there i get disrespectful i'm not justifying that but sometimes i do it's something i gotta work on and i was watching real housewives with with mike and uh cynthia and cynthia was like we gotta learn how to argue and i've never actually heard it put like that and that's so simple you hear about oh like you have to learn how about communication and things like that but a disagreement about personal things between your relationship should be different than your disagreement on like public or political or social subjects a public political social subject shouldn't divide you guys to the point where you guys are you know what i mean unless you guys never discussed that before you got into a relationship right but if you guys came into the relationship knowing where each other stands on certain things and you can still debate about it that shouldn't divide you personal things like money or or sex or anything like that i get why that might put a strain on the relationship when we talk about the stuff we're going to talk about on this podcast that's not going to divide us we have gotten so mad at each other that i stopped talking to him over certain topics but that required growth on my part so you'll see it gets crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah it definitely does and we you know i think that you know as we grow this will be therapeutic for us too because we're communicating on a broader scale now it's not just us having these conversations it's us having these conversations and people being able to hear them yeah and listen and say like oh well you articulated this well and like somebody comments and says that and it's like oh well dang like yeah you did say that or you know even different perspectives on our conversations now like you know the personal stuff is still gonna stay between us you know what i mean so you know we don't because we don't need people trying to pick up our our personal relationship but like for the stuff that's out there for the world we have our perspectives on it and me and you on this uh podcast are going to be speaking about those type of those things you know what i mean and our perspectives might be one thing um but then it's also a a public lesson in communication like how to communicate with your significant other to agree and to disagree with one another and then still be able to go to bed and kiss each other on the on the cheek you know what i mean to say like yeah like i love you like i ain't agree with what the hell you said but i love you anyway you know what i mean so but i mean i don't want to get too lovey-dovey honestly that's the problem that's a that's I don't want to take away from the podcast. So, yeah, of course, we love each other. But another thing is uh, another kind of like inception to this podcast was actually we used to watch this uh, anonymous. We'll, we'll leave it anonymous. This this uh, group think basically. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what pretty it was, much what they were on YouTube of these black. Uh, uh, I don't even know what you call them. Just black people from different walks of life. Right. And they would sit around a table and they would discuss certain topics in the the world particularly america and it felt very one track minded and if you disagreed with them in that group you got slaughtered and so it was like why is it a problem for someone to disagree with you and so one of the concepts of black by unpopular opinion is that um just because we both are self-proclaimed black woke 
conscious people doesn't mean you have to align yourself with another person. As long as you are in line for blackness and black pride and there are different ways to go about it. There are different avenues. And I think the problem with groupthink is that especially for black people, that's how we're already categorized. They already categorize us in one way. We're stereotyped in one way. Um, Shannon Sharp said it earlier when we were watching Undisputed is like, well, we're lazy. We, you know, uh, we don't aspire to anything. And that is already a one track minded uh, false idea of black people. So why would we why would we corner ourselves into that by agreeing all on the same thing? Right. Black people should agree on one thing, which is we should be treated respectfully and equally by other groups of people, right. including ourselves. Right. Um, and not give in to like the Willie Lynch concept of like hell, hating each other and things like that. But it's okay to disagree with one another as black people, even on the path to consciousness and right. being socially aware and things like that. Right. Because so. me and you agree on that very fact, but mm -hmm. how we get to that fact right. is very different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think throughout the podcast, people are going to see like, yo, like they think differently, but they're, they're, they arrive at a similar conclusion most of the time. You know, sometimes like you may not agree with me or I may not agree with you, but like we come to, the conclusion that yo like black our blackness is not in question right. you know what i mean and and that's that's really what it is you right. know what i'm saying and so um i mean that's really what this podcast is about you know like getting to that point it doesn't matter how necessarily you get there and you guys are going to see our journey through conversation on how we get to the point of like we want black people to be treated equally and fairly by other races right. you're going to see that we were uh, we arrive at that same point but the way we get there in our in our minds is different right exactly we'll say and that'll be the interesting part like you know we'll basically come to the conclusion a lot of times we've come to the conclusion like we're saying the same thing in a different way after yep. the end of an argument when we you know kiss and make up or whatever you he you, babe you'll usually say well we're saying the same thing just differently and then it's like oh okay well and i will be stubborn and not want to acknowledge that but you know that could be what it is yeah so uh why don't we talk about our backgrounds and how we came to this point in our lives you know mentally yeah um i can say that i have not always been woke mm -hmm. or you know or socially conscious as it's it's probably more pro as it more properly needs to be labeled you know um because i think that everybody thinks that they're woke now because mm -hmm. they know some stuff about some yeah, stuff but like there. they're not doing you know they're not doing research or you know this isn't to cast aspersions or anybody or anything like that and to say that i'm more woke than anybody else right. but you know like i know that whenever i want to know about something i do research right. you know and i make sure that i am smart on the entire topic not just the point you know because the point is one thing but having knowledge on the topic and the context of the point is what really you know is what really it is all about because a lot of people uh, including uh, 45 will try and give you the point without giving you the context to match the point yeah you know so you know I grew up in uh, the projects uh, single mom uh, single mother home you know what I mean like my dad was there but not really uh, you know and she uh, uh, this is something we got in common both of our moms are black you hear me yeah. like they are chocolate women they are beautiful chocolate women and they are uh, unapologetic about that. Um, my mom 
being that she was chocolate has never has always given us uh what what blackness meant to her and what uh what it should mean to us mom grew up um you know grew up a certain way and then she had three kids one girl two boys and so it's it's different when she was teaching uh ab y'all y'all will hear ab because she's she'll be on here but y'all when you hear uh teaching ab about what it means to be black as opposed to mom trying to teach two young black men what it means to be black and i didn't i can't say that i understood exactly what she was saying you know like we knew about like the police and like don't be around, you know, like, don't, you know, don't be around when the police is around or, you know, but like, we've been chased by the police, like, you know, we've seen people get shot, we've been shot at, you know what I mean, and uh, not by the police, but like, you know, like, we, you know, we grew up in like, a hood environment, you know what I mean, and so we had that, and so, you know, uh, joined the military, uh, I still can't say that I was aware of uh, my blackness and what it meant, um, until, um, until all of this stuff start happening, to be perfectly honest with you, you know? And then once it start happening and I start thinking about, well, you know, like you never want to say like, like that could happen to me or like I could have been that person, but in the back of your mind, like that it's a reality. Like I'm as black as Mike Brown or Philando Castile or you know what I mean? Like, I'm a black man just like them. And that type of stuff can happen to me. And so I started looking into me being a research head. And I, I'll read any and everything that you put in front of me. Um, even stuff that I don't agree with, I'll still read it so that I have a a basis for the people who think differently to me. Um, I start just looking into what it meant. And then I've always been big into history, and so I used to watch a lot of documentaries. Like, that was my thing. Yeah. More than, like, scary movies or funny movies or, you know, we really didn't have superhero giants back then. So, like, I was a documentary hit. And so um, that's probably, honestly, where I got a lot of my, you know, like, my knowledge from. But, like, I just start watching different stuff. I've watched, like, Black Panther documentaries and documentaries on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and I you know I really love Malcolm X but uh you know like I just formed a sort of consciousness I say probably in 2011 hmm. um and then I it, I have just been fostering that and fostering that more and more and more and becoming more socially aware socially involved and and involved in in my blackness in the plight of of our black people over over that time so i would say if you wanted to call me woke i wasn't woke before 2011 hmm. but i was woke after that and i've been woke ever since hmm. so. well um i think the importance of a podcast is to know that there's a point where you can relate to like the host and um you know the, like the content creator and so i think it's important to know the background of those that you're listening to because you don't want to listen to somebody that you can't even anticipate like relating to even if you don't agree you should feel like you can relate and we used to have this argument where i would say i don't gotta read books or watch you know uh inspirational videos or anything um from people that i can't relate to and to a degree i i agree with that but you also too if you're gonna listen to somebody for two three four hours you should feel comfortable and kind of feel like that's your family in some way or a really good friend 
And so that's why we're prefacing that with telling you where we're from, because you should know the background of those who you who you listen to especially if this becomes like your daily thing or you listen to us while you work in or driving to work or doing chores or whatever so uh we're not just frivolously telling you where we're from just to say it right i, I was raised in the hood but i was not raised hood and i say that because i was born and raised in los angeles particularly inglewood but my story is not the typical los angeles story my mom commuted me every day from um, for in, until my, my early teens from Los Angeles to after I got out of uh, kindergarten to Orange County, California to go to school. Hmm. So I was very much thrown into a world where my blackness wasn't ever a priority. I wasn't a, or an awareness for that matter. I hmm. was around a bunch of white and Asian kids. And so my best friends were white and Asian. And although you can say that they accepted me for being a black girl, I also didn't accept myself for being a black girl. My favorite artists were NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and O-Town and Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, who's still my dog. But I just didn't prioritize myself from a young age with it. And I don't expect any kid um, back then in, in the, the early 2000s to really think about their blackness that wasn't really a thing like it is now social media wasn't something that we sought out as an avenue to understand ourselves especially as kids we just want to you know be kids so after we you know moved out of los angeles my mom she realized that i had lost my i had lost or never even found my identity as a young black girl and so you know my mom being raised in, in los angeles um you know she grew up around tucky williams and she, she grew up around people that reminded her every day of the struggle of being in the hood in Los Angeles, you know, raised by a single mom herself. Um, and then she got married again, like a couple more times, but still, you know, her family dynamic wasn't that uh, positive black family that you would see on the Cosby's, you know? So my mom grew up like that. So I was raised by a single mom. She wanted to make sure that she could do her best to instill in me a sense of self, a positive sense of self. So she took me out of the white schools and middle school and she, she was like, okay, you sound real whitewashed, you sound like a white girl, I feel like you don't even wanna be a black girl. So I'm gonna put you in a school that will make you more in touch with yourself. And so I was in a school of, of primarily black people and Mexican people. And then that's where I kind of realized like, okay, this is more my speed. This is more of the surroundings that I was missing. But I still wasn't, of course I wasn't woke in high school back then. Um, and then I really feel like I became not woke, but I think woke is more of a journey than being socially conscious. And so I became more aware and in tune with my blackness um, when I went to college and I took African-American literature as an elective and mm. that changed my life. Mm -hmm. I have so much information and knowledge. You remember the teacher? No, I wish I did. I can look on my transcripts and see his name, but he was definitely a proud black man. And... Um, Actually, I took poetry too. My, my my major was journalism. So you'll see that come out of me a lot during this podcast. I, I Journalism is in my blood. And so um, I took a poetry class and she was white, but she used a lot of African-American poetry. And she didn't make that the foundation of her class, but she made sure to make us aware of the origins of black poetry. And, uh, you know, the, the reason why we did things um, poetically the way we did. And so... I became very aware of, of my consciousness, but even though I, I did that, I dated a white boy and I didn't even realize what that would look like now. I didn't look at him like 
you know, I gotta date a white boy to feel like I'm getting the upper hand in, in, in society or I'm, I'm up the social echelon. I just dated him because he himself surrounded himself with nothing but black people. So I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I actually told him, I don't like white boys. I don't wanna date a white boy, but he, he won me over because I was going through a bad relationship with a black boy. Well, he was half black, he was half Puerto Rican. But um, after I got out of that relationship, then, you know, I started my perception of black men and I, I felt like, okay, you know, maybe I should just date whoever I want. So I was on this romantic journey where I was toggling between my presence as a black woman, but still dealing with surroundings that I didn't know were dictating how I would see myself hmm. as a black woman. The mm -hmm. people I dated specifically. Then I dated a black dude who he was very confusing. His presence was very confusing. He was dating me, but his dream girl was Kim Kardashian. He was dating me, but he was calling Stephen A. Smith a coon. He was dating me, but he he fantasized about women that didn't look like me. He justified Donald Sterling's comments. He just justified Donald Sterling's like comments um, about what he said about uh, about his girlfriend being around black people. Mm -hmm. Dealing with that individual that I dated more shaped my opinion of my presence as a black woman. When I came out of that relationship, that is when I, I really solidified myself in my consciousness. And it took, it was a long journey to get there. Myself having come from a, a, a multi-ethnic uh, background to a certain degree. And then my mom having her own opinions that shaped me as well in being a black woman. It took a lot of just growing up and experiences to bring me where I am now, you know, from everything to my encounters with the police, to who I dated, to my own family members. That's what brought me to, to here. And so a lot of people know it. If they knew my, my background more in depth, they wouldn't understand why I am so socially conscious because a lot of things would point to like, you had no reason to really worry about your blackness. Like you had no reason to to feel like you had to, to put that on, on Front Street, mm -hmm. you know? But that's where I'm at now. So it, it takes a lot. And again, like we said, the paths to, to black awareness are so different, but you still you can still get there, you know. So um, as far as what you can expect with our podcast, I mean, like we said earlier, you can expect debates, arguments. They're, they could be anywhere from kind and polite to <laughs> damn near disrespectful. You know, we're going to have guests on here. We're going to have um, outside sources that we you know rely on to to help guide us in the podcast and but reference, reference. And it's gonna be a lot of journalism that's what i think a podcast should be you should never just have anything you say publicly should never just be solely opinion because that opinion should be founded in fact right you know opinions are opinions but if you're going to say something and stand behind that let it be factual that journalism is still opinion at the end of the day but you still have to shape that by by something that's factual absolutely like you definitely have to like back up what you say because i think a lot of times people think that just because they're having conversation their conversation is factual because they said it but right. if there is no basis for what you said even in conversation then how can somebody look at you and think that like they can believe you or trust you or anything like that if what you're saying you didn't even fact check to make sure you were saying the right thing right. you know what i mean and like 
I think that that's ultimately what it is. You're going to hear a lot of conversation that is going to be fact-based. Some of it is going to be opinion, you know, and and we ain't, we're not. A lot of it's going to be. Yeah, opinion. and what, but, you know, but like a lot of it is going to be factually based too. Like yeah, we've absolutely. done research, we've looked this stuff up. Right. We understand where it comes from. We've got the context of everything, you know. And so, uh, some of it is going to be opinion. Some of it is going to be. Uh, fact based um and it's all going to be conversation you know like we don't have any script the first time we actually wrote something down uh you know besides some other things was today right. about like episode one because we wanted to make sure that we conveyed everything that we needed to in terms of what our podcast is supposed to be and uh uh what what you guys should be expecting from our podcast you know um, it's going to be fun. It's really going to be fun. Yeah. Y'all are going to laugh. Uh, you might get mad at, at some of the things we say. Like you yeah. might you might not like uh, some of the stuff that how we feel about certain things. But you know what? We encourage uh, uh, that type of thing. And it's not. And uh, I think a lot of people think. And this is one of the things that I thought is if. Um. First off, we encourage everybody to comment. Like, if you have something to say about what we're saying, like, just, you know, please try and keep it respectful because we're going to be respectful to you guys and we would expect the same in return, you know. Um, but I think that a lot of people think that if you're not commenting, then people don't care. That was one of the things that I used to think, you know what I mean? But that's not true. If you listen to this podcast and then you go and you have a conversation with somebody else about it, then that's a win for us. Because we're starting conversations that, uh, not saying that you may not have started before, but we're just starting conversations that, that, uh, you now get to have based on us. That's a win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, we don't have to see your conversation to, for you to have them. Right. You know, we just want to know that like the, the point of this podcast too, is not just to put on display what we feel, but also to enlighten and be enlightened by and to educate and be educated by Absolutely. outside uh, you know, social awareness, right. you know, whether it's political, just society in general, uh, religious, whatever, that's the point. So if we're going to put our opinions out there, we have to welcome outside commentary as well, because that's how you learn, um, on both ends, on our end and on the end of, of other people. So us not, you know, us getting your comments is not going to deter us from continuing our podcast, nor should it deter you from commenting. You know, if we say something you don't like, that's your opportunity to to comment on that or to have conversations with other people. Um, again, black people listening, we're, we're not it's not one track minded, you know, and that's the one thing that really bothered us about the YouTube channel that we were watching was they had great topics of conversation, but it was just so just uh just uniform like come on where's the opinion where's the disagreement where is you know and a lot of things black people will agree on and that's fine but it, it felt the i felt the attack when there was that one or two people that challenged those viewpoints Absolutely. and that's that's the next thing a lot of that stuff was headed by black feminists and i don't consider myself a black feminist i think a lot of times when a, a socially conscious a, a socially aware black woman um, is deemed as such she's automatically categorized as feminist or should be I'm not I don't believe I'm a feminist and you'll see that there are not a, a lot of things that are, are, are radical about me nor are there things that are traditional about me in my mind frame as being a black woman 
Um, and same with babe, like you're not going to be a traditional nor radical black man just because you know we're millennials doesn't mean that we see things the same way as other black millennials you know and um, like, like i'm not misogynistic by any stretch um you know i'm not i'm certainly not like a feminist or anything um but i'm certainly not misogynistic and you'll you'll get you'll catch uh bits of that and be like oh yeah like he he was serious when he said stuff like that because there's certain stuff that you know, men will say that I'll just flat out disagree with. And there are certain things that women will say that she will flat out just disagree with. You know what I mean? And and it just because we are strong black people doesn't mean that we automatically fit into those corners. Like we don't have to march lockstep in lockstep with what uh, stereotypes they put you in when you are known to be a strong black blank insert here male or female you know what i mean like they automatically try and box you in and say this is what you think this is what you feel this is who you are and it's like well no actually no none of that applies to me or some of it might apply to me but i am not in that camp of thinking right. you know and uh ultimately this is what free thinking sounds like you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's so. exactly right free thinking is something that you should welcome just like any other freedom so um, one thing that should go without saying is that you know this podcast is for everybody it i mean we probably have detailed that in our rhetoric prior to this but um this podcast is for everybody there's no one target for our podcast nope. we want everybody to listen white black hispanic asian multi-ethnic it doesn't matter australian um, zealand well i mean that's national it, it don't matter you know i mean yeah like where where when man if yeah. you hear this tune in like there's there's going to be something for everybody you know there's definitely going to be something for everybody so you know i know i keep saying it but this is about to be fun <laughs> like this is really going to be fun because uh our conversations have always just been privy to us or the people we tell about our conversations or the people who have experienced our conversations like you know like the people close to us like my mom or her mom or my sister like those are like the main three that i think have experienced our conversation and probably have experienced this like disagreeing and yelling at each other because of it you know what i mean um i know amber has uh and um i know your mom has because we've we've been in uh, a debate with her before you know but um just the fact that now we're putting it out there you know so that people can really get get a sense for you know what it sounds like and the other thing that i think uh that people need to know is um you can do this too like the same way we're we're creating a podcast and we made a podcast you know um, we ain't nobody special, you know, in terms of like being like superstars or somebody like that. Or we were just, you know, we're just a black couple who had interesting conversations that decided that we wanted to create a podcast so that people can listen to our conversations. And then we went out and did it. I disagree. We are definitely somebody special. I'm, you know, I'm not special. Like, not. I'm not saying that we're not special in well wait 
what way do you mean like and we're, we're special. special we're special as fuck uh, you know what i mean like not we're not like michael jordan or nobody like that like we ain't we're not like we're not playing basketball you know what i'm saying like we're not we're not uh we're not like celebrities creating a podcast we're just we're 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 just i don't want to say regular people but like in in essence we're just like a lot of the people who are going to be listening to this me too because i don't get (laughs) i don't get your point in saying we're nobody special what you like what was the point of saying that the point of saying that is to say like other people can do this too yeah absolutely so what do you mean? I mean, it's like that's obvious. Anybody can create a podcast. No, but I no, but I think that a lot of people don't think that they can, or 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 maybe don't understand like the steps or anything like that, or whatever the case may be. And like in that way, we are not special. We did the research just like anybody else can. Um, we we gathered the tools just like anybody else can, and we're putting in the work just like anybody else can. That's what I meant by not being special. I'm not saying that we're not special people jeez i mean i get that but i'm not encouraging you not to do a podcast but at the same time like feel free to just listen and have outside con conversations you don't have to go and create a podcast if you like if you don't want to like no i'm not saying for everybody to go and create one themselves what were you saying i'm saying like if you wanted to or if you ever thought about it like our podcast could serve as inspiration for them too like if we we can do it you can do it okay got it you're uplifting fellow listeners yeah like why are you why are you trying to put them down i'm not trying to put them down i'm just saying like feel free to just listen yeah because it's like to me you don't have to do what we do to feel like your conversation no i didn't but i didn't say that but you were like feel free to do a podcast i'm saying for your conversations to be valuable doesn't mean you have to do a podcast. No, but I, where did you get that I said that? Because you're like, we can, you can do it too. And I mean, they don't have to do a podcast. No, but well, yeah, yeah, but me, how, how is me saying you can do it too? Meaning, I just me, didn't see the point of you saying that. Like, yeah, I didn't see the point of you saying that at all. What are you talking about? What I just said. I don't see the point of you saying that. I'm saying like, yo, like if there's anything that you wanted to chase, if you are having like great conversations and you want it to be heard, like you can do this too. I'm not saying like, oh, if you sitting down and you talking to your nigga about bagging up dime bags of weed, go make a podcast about bagging up dime bags of weed or something like that. Like, I'm not saying like anybody who's having conversations can go do it. What I'm saying is if uh if you want to go and do something like this or if you thought about creating uh something or anything you know like uh it doesn't it it takes work for sure um it definitely takes work but like you can do it too that's That's all i'm saying that's in general i'm not gonna i'm I'm not gonna restrict that to just podcast i'm not but um, we're on a podcast talking like talking about what our podcast is about yeah but i think that it sound to me it sounds like you're saying it sound to me like you're saying that if you want your conversations to appear valuable no i'm not saying that worth listening to you can also do a podcast no we just decided to do one yeah we just decided to do one because we've you know we feel as our our conversations are yeah. 
our interest, huh? Should be out there. Yeah, like our conversations are interesting enough that other people will want to hear our. I think in general, whatever you want to do, in terms of your talent or whatever kind of conversation, and especially you, now. Yeah, in terms of your conversation, whatever you want to do to put your ideas out there, just do them. Go you know, do it. We thought about this. We can see. Candy Burris said that her mom always says, "If you can conceive of it, you can do it. You can achieve it." So, whatever you're thinking about doing, do it because you can. And we decided we wanted to do a podcast, and I'm claiming that it's successful. And I don't mean success in terms of monetary gain. I, I claim success in terms of the amount of people that will listen perhaps even more so the amount of people whose minds will be changed people that don't agree with us listening that will become people that see our point of view and i'm not saying they got to agree because our whole point of our podcast is to show that you don't always have to agree on something to be black and proud right but if you're listening and say you're white and you don't understand your privilege and we talk about something like that you now understand that if you are you know um black and you don't believe in god because of whatever reason and you see our point of view you'll start to understand that our i want our listeners to formulate more knowledgeably knowledge based opinions instead of just opinions yes you know whoever our listeners are yeah that's what it's about yeah that is that is what it's about as long as we we're not actively trying to i guess change your mind or or, you know i guess convert people you know what i mean because you're going to you're going to go whatever way you want to go right you know what i mean but um we're just trying to give you a a different informed perspective on what you know whatever we're talking about so that you can formulate an opinion based on those facts instead of just having a random opinion about it right because i get a lot of people um i'm not on social media much but when i am on social media uh a lot of people have opinions and there's no there's no factual evidence to back it up and then that gets really annoying having to try and you not even try but having to school people on why their opinion is invalid based on the fact that they don't have facts backing it you know what i mean so as long as you know so that's really what it's about but i wasn't saying like oh if you don't do a podcast then your conversation ain't valid no dang i mean that's just how i heard it oh well no that's that's not what i was saying at all see this type of shit i'm talking about go ahead say it no i ain't got nothing you ain't got nothing to say no not on the record oh can't believe you okay well um with that being said episode one is in the books anything anything you got anything else you got to say babe before we start on this magical ass journey nah nigga yeah you'll just hear you'll just tune in and find out shit is going to be crazy mom i'm gonna cuss i'm sorry your mom you grown. and mom no nah, ain't no nah, don't do that don't do that ain't no you grown because we was talking to your mom yesterday and you cussed and apologized ain't no you grown it's different when you in front of your parents no i mean but yeah but still like you know my mom just hear me sailor mouthing it you know i'm not you know because she'll mom will call or facetime and be like why was you cussing so much no like mom like it i was passionate i was trying to get my point across and 
So, mom, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Clearly, he's a mama's boy. And if Nan, it yeah, I am. You know, but that's who was there. So that you know. I'm just saying, like that's parent now. I mean, but yeah, but it's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, it's not, and I'm not defending it. Like, oh, like that can't be. Yeah, oh, yeah, but mama's boy. Yeah. You know, but you know, that's what I grew up with. So I love. That's part of the reason I'm not a misogynist. You know, like. Man, don't I do that because there's a lot of men that are raised by single mothers and are completely just out of touch with i'm not saying that any it's i'm not that's why i didn't say like that's why men who raised by single moms ain't misogynist no i said that's why i'm not me okay, personally see there you go that was, don't that's, say there that's i two. go that's why that's I two till you so you clock in my disagreements no i'm not sounds like it but i definitely sounds like, like yo you're you, definitely clocking no you definitely tried to make something out of nothing i did not try to make you said it you okay i'm not gonna sit up here and argue with you about that I'm come not, on bilbo baggins let's go i'm really not about to sit up here and argue with you about that let's go anyways um tune in um oh we didn't give them a schedule we gotta let them know when our when our uh when to expect our episodes and stuff like that. That can always change. I'd rather just post that. Well, yeah, but no, like you know, like anticipation is is something that'll get people to tune in. So that's why you post it. Like, yeah, but if you post it and ain't nobody anticipating it, then they're not going to look for I it. Said post our schedule. Like what do you they mean? can see the schedule. Man, look every week. <laughs> An episode is going to come out. But that's very generic. Every week, of course, every week. Well, yeah, no, that's not true because you just said we can post it. No. No, I said we can post the schedule, like when it's actually, because that will allow us to change when it comes out. If we say it now, then that's going to be held too based on this episode. If we post it, we can change like that schedule. Okay, I get it. Because I didn't get it. I was like, what is she Clearly. talking about? That didn't make any sense. Anyways, yeah, be on the lookout for episodes. Um, we have a website. Um, once we get that up uh, and running, um, we will blast that out to everybody. Um, be on the lookout for Babe. You want to tell them what you got coming? or I got a website coming. I got some business ventures coming to be to be announced later but i got a website coming i'm I'm working on it i got a full-time job sometimes two so no i'm not a stripper don't even don't even go there i'm just saying sometimes i I take my second jobs you know up on their offer but um yeah i'll I'll let y'all know yeah say much until it's actually solid until you actually put it out yeah yeah i get that i have uh my articulation of a king uh dot com that's the website articulation of the king dot com um i post everything yeah pretty you know anything you could think of from my dj and exploits uh dj phb uh to um you know to you just just go on there and check everything out like you'll you'll see everything and uh, you can peruse that at your leisure. Comment, subscribe, do all of that good stuff. Uh, so that, you know, um, we can continue bringing you guys this A-plus fucking content. Fucking, Hell yeah. It's fucking A-plus, right? Yeah, yep. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So be on the lookout for that coming soon. 
uh, signing off. Black by unpopular opinion. Black by unpopular opinion. <laughs>